NASA has welcomed 11 new astronauts to its uh, ranks. A new class graduating from their training program program sorry, back on Friday. And among those graduates are two Canadians. Let's uh, welcome in Global News' expert when it comes to space exploration. Paul Delaney is on the line and joins us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, Paul, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you too, Jeff. Nice to have you on as always. Uh, first of all, uh, tell us about the two that have uh, graduated. Uh, obviously, you got to be pretty accomplished to get through this NASA program. Oh, absolutely, yes. Uh, this is uh, Joshua Kittrick and uh, Jenny City Gibbons. These are our latest two uh, Canadian astronauts. They were uh, selected, I guess, a couple of years ago. And they've now graduated out of basic training, which is you know, a really big accomplishment. And also, interestingly, uh, Jeremy Hansen was the principal astronaut who was actually doing the training. And he also is a Canadian. So it was a really good day on Friday for uh, astronauts and Canadian astronauts in particular. Yeah, what does basic training, what does that involve? Well, it, it's a variety of things that aren't particularly basic. Okay. <laughs> we're, talking about, we're talking about sort of advanced robotics, uh, intensive preparation for operating within the International Space Station, uh, uh, tuning up your flying capability with the, the T-38 uh, jet trainer, uh, a little bit of psychological preparedness, uh, survival training out in truly the middle of nowhere. Uh, uh, you know, those are the oh, and Russian fluency. That that's rather important aboard the International Space Station. That collection of activities, all astronauts have to show, shall I say, terrific proficiency in, because uh, you know it is likely that any of their near-term assignments, forget about the moon, but near-term Earth orbit are going to involve all of those types of uh, activities. Oh, spacewalking is another one. You know, it, it's not easy to go and spacewalk. So all of those are the sorts of things that comprise basic training for an astronaut. Just kind of chuckling to myself, just two minutes ago, I was bragging about maybe trying indoor skydiving here in the air. Now, <laughs> this, this, this is a little different. Yeah. No question in the world about that. Yeah. How tough is the zero gravity uh, stuff? Well, I mean, you know, you've probably heard of the Vomit Comet. Uh, that's where we take a, a fairly large uh, C-130 uh, aircraft and fly it through a series of parabolic loops. So you take it up to like about 10,000 meters, and then you drop almost in free fall to about two or 3,000 meters and then climb up again. You get about 30 or 40 seconds of weightlessness. You do this 30 or 40 times, and after you get over the nausea, so I'm told, you actually begin to practice doing things and feeling what it's like to not be in control initially and then be in control of your body in that weightless environment. I mean, when you talk about spacewalks, you're going outside the International Space Station to do six, seven, eight hours worth of fairly intricate repair. So the last thing you want to be worried about is, gosh, this feels unusual. So, you know, you do weightless training aboard this aircraft. You also use what they call the neutral buoyancy tank in Houston, where you're basically underwater essentially mimicking a zero-G environment and, again, w working on uh, mock-ups uh, for hours on end. Yeah, I find this fascinating. I've always wondered about it as well. So, in other words, zero gravity is something you can train your body for, it can uh, become accustomed to. It's just not something where, well, some people's whatever their genetic makeup can withstand it and others can't. It's training. It's the bottom line to it. I mean, you and I can arguably train for a marathon. Might be a little tougher than somebody you know, else, but nonetheless, you can physically prepare yourself. And basically, the same thing happens as far as uh, the weightless environment is concerned. Uh, and, and of course, when we say weightless, you know, you've still got your own inertia. I mean, you push off, and you know, your body doesn't want to stop, uh, you know, very easily. So, you know, weightlessness is a little bit of a misnomer. All you can really say is that it's not like being on the the 
the gravity-filled surface of the Earth. It's a different environment, but it is something that you can train for. And we've obviously seen hundreds of astronauts over the decades perform exceptional, uh, exceptionally in Earth orbit. So, yeah, you can be trained for it. Okay, what is harder, Paul? Is it harder getting used to zero gravity being in space, or is the more difficult part returning to Earth and returning to gravity? All of the astronauts I've ever listened to and spoken to say the latter. You know, being in Earth orbit, they find fabulous. You know, going from the weighted environment of the Earth up to the you know the microgravity environment of Earth orbit, they find that just exhilarating. I think it'd be the best way of terming it. But then you know you've got to do three or four hours worth of exercise a day when you're in orbit because your body relaxes, your muscles get you know lax, if you will. Uh, coming back to Earth and you know experiencing gravity again. That's a tough chore. It really is. Yeah, I got to imagine, you know, I'm thinking about the gym here on Earth. Of course, you're working against gravity when you've got a barbell and you're doing bench presses. Bench press is going to be no problem, I'm thinking, in zero gravity if I have to no, exercise. No, that's exactly right. Bench <laughs> pressing isn't part of their... You know, they, okay. they use the treadmill, they use the bicycle, and then they use a variety of stressing elements so where you're really pulling hard against springs, if you will. Uh, yeah, you've, you've got to do a lot of work in orbit. And, you know, we've seen the astronauts when they come back from three or four months in the International Space Station... They're almost carried out of the Soyuz spacecraft because their bodies uh, are just not used to that really, really tough gravity environment. And it takes them two to three weeks, sometimes a couple of months, to really reattune and reacclimate to Earth. All right. So our uh, two Canadians, Joshua and Jennifer, they are through so-called basic training. How long until we possibly see them in orbit? Well, Jeremy Hansen, I'm hoping we'll see first in the International Space Station in the next year or two. Uh, Joshua and Jenny are actually in positions where they could be assigned lunar gateway type uh, uh, um, uh, assignments. Uh, They they could be in lunar orbit five years from now. But I I think we are talking three, four, five years before we see either of them in orbit. But most of that time is still going to be, you know, advanced training. You know, we've gone through basic training. There's still lots more that they have to uh, become very proficient at. So I would think it's a minimum of two or three years, more likely four or five years, but that encompasses lunar activity. So they're in at just the right time, in my opinion. Yeah, when you mentioned gateway missions, what is that exactly? Well, Lunar Gateway is basically ISS, but in lunar orbit, and it will be the the uh, way station with respect to to and from the lunar surface. Uh, if all goes well, NASA and company will be on the lunar surface again 2024-2025, and the current proposal calls to have a space station that astronauts can go to and fro the lunar surface, and that is called Lunar Gateway. And it'll have probably a permanent crew of two or three uh, astronauts, and then to the lunar surface and back, another two, three, or four astronauts. So it could host up to six or seven people, comparable, if you will, to the International Space Station. Okay. Uh, There has been some talk about returning to the moon. Could we see a Canadian? Could Joshua or Jennifer possibly uh, set foot on the moon, do you think? I I think it is possible, but don't expect it to happen in the first two, three, four missions. I I think you'll find that if NASA is footing most of the bill, and they will be, that it'll be NASA astronauts that are on the surface first. Uh, I think it's perfectly reasonable to expect that it'll be a couple of women on the first flight as well. So we'll finally address that imbalance left over from the Apollo era. Uh, If all goes well and all of the uh, countries do combine and support this initiative, the Artemis 
initiative and NASA, the Canadian Space Agency, are partners in this, yes, we could expect to see a Canadian astronaut on the moon. But I don't think it'll be in the first two or three missions. I think it'll be you know, probably a year or two at least into it. But yes, I think you will see a Canadian on the moon before the end of the decade. Very cool. That is so cool. And do you think possibly uh, after uh, we get back on the moon, is, is Mars, is that the, the next step? Is that the ultimate? That is the current statement, uh, you know, to get to Mars in the early 2030s. Uh, we've been saying that for such a long time that I'm always hesitant about <laughs> saying anything more than that's what they're saying. Uh, but if we do get to the moon successfully by 2025, that will really underscore the, uh, the ability for us to go further. And so Mars would, in my opinion, be within 10 years after that, assuming the political environment stays stable, because it's more often than not politics, not science and technology that drives this type of activity. So Joshua and Jennifer, although they're coming in at an exciting time, not likely to make it to Mars. That's a little outside their window of opportunity. I think that's likely. I think it'll be the next Canadian astronauts that get uh, selected who will be on the way to Mars. Very cool. Paul Delaney, our space exploration expert with us this afternoon. Paul, always fascinating talking with you. Thanks so much for the time. You're welcome. Take care.